home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to your final. Is it the final? What day is today? It's the final show of November, but I'm a week behind. If we have decent sound quality, from me, yours truly, we'll find it from our guest host, Rebecca Fisk, and I bring her on. But I've been having some technical difficulties with the interest at Blog Talk, where I am having a super copy audio from my end. My guests are great, callers are great, um, everything's great. I use the same microphone and set for, let's say, a FaceTime call or, heaven forbid, use a term like Zoom or, you know, there's, you know, whatever you want to do with a computer. It sounds, it sounds like I'm right next to you, but on Blog Talk, in the last, I don't know, four or six weeks, when I show at night, the audio has been super choppy. So, we're going to see if we're actually going to do a show tonight. Welcome back to G Radio. How are you? I am doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? Well, you're going to tell me, my dear, is it choppy or chop suey? Ah. Uh, do you like chop suey? <laughs> it's still it's choppy. Not, I used to see that. I'm still choppy. Yeah, and it's and I'm like, no, I want to do this. I want to do the show. I want to talk to you. I love talking to you. I, I totally want to do the show also, but if it's coming. I don't know what to do, and I I keep thinking it's me. And so even like last night, we did uh, Stephanie's month show, Journey with Stephanie, and I made it a point to keep my talking to the bare minimum because her show, she had to guess the whole thing. But even um, the guests, were like, yeah, I can't understand what we're saying. So afterwards, I asked Stephanie if she would be kind enough to indulge me in a call, uh, you know, like a FaceTime call afterwards. We were sitting right next to each other. Everything was great. You could hear me fantastic. So the only thing I can think of is that this is a blog talk radio program, and I am very frustrated with them after 20 years of my um, business. I'm so we, I'm working with their tech support. We're trying to figure it out, giving them my microphone type, browser type, talked about resetting the internet, all that fun stuff, and here we are today. And the interesting thing is, from my end, I think I sound great. And it's not because I'm biased. It's just that I can in the microphone. I hear it in the headset. Everything looks, sounds great. Rebecca sounds great. And here we are. So I'm choppy, I guess. Well, and I have a question for you. So, and I don't, I don't know if you want to ask the listeners, but, um, and this is totally up to you. I have another platform that I could actually, I could just basically schedule something like right now, if people would want to call in there, and we could, well, we could have our, we could talk, we could do our little thing. Here's my other thought. Let me. I'm going to put in. Okay, Rebecca, I need to tap dance for like a minute because what I'm going to do is. Um, switch my audio to my and I'm see if I can connect it to dialing in that way. Okay. And okay, great. See if we can do it that way. So you dance a little bit and I'll be back in just a second. Okay. All right. So I don't know if that means he wants me to say hi to everybody. 
Um, I have just called in on my phone. I that does mean you in. say it to everybody. Just you, use it. This is a great two-minute commercial for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, there Hi, you go. I'll be right. going? Okay. All right. So I hope you can all hear me okay. And uh, so... Hi, welcome to the show. Welcome to uh, the never-ending entertainment that is live on the air, whether you're on the radio or on television. Uh, and um, it's, this is life, right? We have unexpected things happen all the time. Anyway, um, so thank you, Garrett, for, for reminding me to do my little commercial. Um, I actually will have a show this coming Wednesday morning, uh, Wednesday, December 7th at 9 a.m. Pacific time, um, and it's on the Wisdom and Intuition Network. And so if you would like to call in, I do a brief talk, a brief meditation, and then I actually answer psychic questions on the air. Um, you can ask me one question, and um, this is a way that I try to give back to the community uh, and especially to accommodate those who maybe don't have the budget to schedule a private session with me at the moment. So, um, again, that will be Wednesday morning, December 7th, this coming Wednesday. It's always the first Wednesday of the month, 9 a.m. Pacific time to 10 a.m. Pacific time. And if you would like to call in, uh, the phone number for that show is area code 425-440-5010. And then the PIN number is 677086-POUND. Um, I will also post something on Facebook and on Instagram. On Instagram, I uh, go by I am Rebecca I am. And on Facebook, you can find my page at uh, Psychic Next Door um, or I am Rebecca Intuitive Psychic. And I will have the information posted there as well. So um, if you if you were calling in thinking that we were going to be answering questions this evening. Uh, typically, this particular show is a format where Garrett and I just kind of chat about world events and such. And we are always open to uh, callers requesting to add comments um, and join the conversation. But it's not a show where I'm actually answering psychic questions. So just to give you a heads up on that. All right. Let me take a look. I got a text. I'm wondering if it's from Garrett. So give me one second. Okay, it was from Garrett, <laughs> but it doesn't have any information yet to see if he's uh, getting success here with uh, uh, calling in um, from another channel. So we'll see how this works. Anyway, um, I hope you guys are having a great night as we are getting into the holiday season now. Uh, we already had Diwali, which was in November, and that is, um, I believe it's a Hindu tradition, but I'm not sure. I do know that it's a festival of light. And, um, of course, we have Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and Christmas coming up. And um, Hanukkah, I think the first day is the 18th, so it's sundown. The evening of the 17th is the beginning of Hanukkah. And um, I think Kwanzaa is right around there as well, maybe the 19th. can't remember exactly. And, um, and then, of course, you know the rest about Christmas. So, Garrett, can you hear me? Garrett, can you hear me? Hello, hello. Okay, Garrett can hear me. No, I cannot hear you. Okay, Garrett is trying another way. God bless his soul. He's uh, he's awesome. Um, 
You know, and I, for those of you who are who are new, who haven't actually tuned in to Garrett and me for a long time, we started doing a radio show together. I can't even believe it's been this long ago, but it was like 10 years ago. And um, he is a great producer. So if you, you know, like for somebody like me who is who's getting on the show and doing my thing, you know, screening the calls for me, handling the switchboard, running the chat room and everything so I can just do my thing and answer questions. He is phenomenal. He's just a phenomenal producer and just has such a great handle on everything. Um, it's really a pleasure to work with him. Oh, I hear okay, something. Now, can you hear me now? I can hear you and you are not talking. How, how is the sound quality? Is the sound quality decent? It's decent enough. I can hear you clearly. It, it doesn't sound like you're sitting next to me in my chair, but you're sitting in the next room. I'll take it. Okay. So I um, – so, I don't even know how to if I if I cut my hands closer to my mouth like this is that better or does it really matter? Uh, it doesn't really matter, but I can hear you clearly. Um, I don't know if anybody is listening and is give, willing to give you feedback in the uh, chat, but it sounds okay for me. Okay, well if it sounds okay for you, it only took us ten minutes of the show to get to this point where it sounds okay for you. So yeah. maybe. <laughs> How, okay, so I'm just going to ask a question. I know you are not tech support, nor do I really expect you to have an answer, Rebecca. Okay, so okay, I'm, loading up, I'm loading up the question here. So given the fact that I have not changed equipment, have not changed the plugs, have not done anything, I actually reset the Internet at least once a week, and blah, 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 why is it only on the Blog Talk show do I get a choppy audio for my audio, if I use the exact same equipment for a Zoom call, a FaceTime call, or any other, you know, microphone application that I need, it sounds great. It sounds like I'm yes. using a professional microphone, the whole thing. It's only blog talk, and it's only when I'm using – maybe it's their, maybe it's their connecting, connecting into their, their Internet thing. I don't know. Well, yeah, Whatever it's it is, it's possible. interesting. It's horrible. Yeah, well, and it's very possible that at night they use a different, uh, you know, maybe they're using different access lines than they use during the day. And, I I mean, I have no idea, but that it seems, obviously they're doing something different if at different times of the day things are working well. Right. Well, And so even like after last week's show, I thought, well, this is just silly. And I, you know, I reset everything. I re-cleaned everything. I did a, um, a FaceTime call with somebody. That went really, really well. And then I said, well, I'm going to, after we're done with our call, I'm going to go in and do a test show on Blog Talk and just see, you know, maybe maybe it's my imagination, you know. Because what happened is, you know, you kept saying, well, you're choppy, you're choppy, you're choppy. Rob said you're choppy, you're choppy. You know, you hear it once, maybe. You hear it twice. Okay, it's, you know, it's worth checking out the third time. Well, something's definitely wrong. It's not just my imagination. And so, you know, reset, recleaned, re-everything, and then did the testing during the day. And I think the testing I did, I only talked for like, you know, maybe two minutes. But clear as a bell, fantastic, no interruptions whatsoever. And so that led me to think, well, maybe Rebecca's imagining things. Maybe Rob's imagining <laughs> So I, I went back and re-listened to, you know, like 10 minutes of each of those shows. And they were horrible because, you know, I kept cutting out. Oh, and you, as a, as a guest, were fantastic it's about just like, I'm going to just play along and pretend, but I can't imagine how horrible that must have been for everybody, and that explains so much. Aww. Okay. Anyway. Well, you so sound I'm good I'm glad now. you're here doing so, the show. Well, okay, cool. Thank you. I am too. I'm super happy, and I, I, I've been thinking about you all evening, 
well, because and I you, Rebecca. Oh, thank you. Well, well, and also I have a confession. Uh oh. We had open sesame for dinner. Oh, what did you have your t- typical uh, uh, tabuk? I, I had. I actually, yes, I did, but I, I had the combo. Because I, I, I like to eat beef sometimes, but not all the time. So the combo is um, you get you, you get a, a chicken to work, a beef to work, and then you get a kofta. Mm-hmm. And you can get yeah. chicken kofta or the beef kofta. And I like the beef kofta, but I don't like the steak, uh, the chicken, the, the steak um, to work, whatever, I guess is how they mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got some of that, so I gave that to, to Autumn's dad, and I just had the, had some of the other stuff. But you know what? It was like I couldn't eat very much of it, but it's just so delicious. So I'm going to have lunch tomorrow and maybe dinner tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. But I thought of That's you. Awesome. just like, oh, this is good. Yeah, and my kid picked it. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, oh, Garrett, yeah. I'm going to see. I'm going to talk to Garrett tonight anyway. So Yeah, there you go. Um, well, it's all, one of these days we'll have to go back again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Let, this, you just let me know. You let me know, and I will, I will clear my calendar for you. Okay, well, you just remember you said that because I, I've got some time coming off of work around the Christmas time period, and I'm going to come over and grab you, and we're going to go have some open sesame. Okay, good. And you know what? What I would love is if you feel like it, come in later in the afternoon, and then we'll go walk the canals. Oh, yeah, yeah, for the Christmas lights. Oh, yeah, it's so pretty. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. um, and speaking yeah, I, of that, go ahead. Yeah. The, um, the trolleys are back. So we have, um, I guess the big red bus doesn't do it anymore. They used to. But they have these Long Beach trolley cars, and they, they come through Naples. And uh, so they drive by my place. <laughs> um, and it's kind of fun to have some of the old traditions coming back, you know, after COVID and everything and, and having people gathering mm-hmm. a bit. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm going to have to figure out if I even have a warm enough coat to, to wear to go, you know, because you live in Southern California, and you're like, oh, you know, you don't need a coat. I'm fine. And then, yeah. then you do. Mhm. Well, yeah, we do. I've been walking up on on the hill in the mornings, and uh, it hasn't been that cold yet, but it does get into the 30s sometimes. That's cold enough. I don't need it to get any colder. Yeah, yeah, it's cold enough. So we bundle up. We walk at 5 a.m. and we're walking the mm-hmm. hill again, which is super fun. And and actually, I'm gonna uh, we're gonna sign up for some for some walks over there in Huntington Beach. Where at? Um, they well, they go right along the trail there along the beach, and they have them at okay. all different times during the year. And so the big one that we're that we're training for is a ten mile walk in the fall, um, which we don't feel like is that much of a stretch because we walk six to eight miles once a week anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So we have to be able to do it in three hours. So that's an eighteen minute mile, and we we average about twenty one to twenty two minutes. We could really push it and make the eighteen, but I don't know if we could do ten miles at eighteen. So we have to work up to that. <laughs> Well, I, I like it. That's a nice goal. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. We're we're having fun. We've added a third day on the hill now, so now we're doing three days on the hill. We're walking up and down twice. It's a seven to eight percent grade, so it's uh, we feel it. Definitely yeah, feel you, it. yeah, you feel it in your hamstrings and calves for sure. And uh, yeah, I was super happy the other day. I uh, I went to my esthetician and uh, you know probably TMI, but I get my my lower legs waxed. Right, I hate shaving, and. Um, and she says, like, wow, your legs are getting soft. And I'm like, really? And she said, yeah. And she said, I've known her for years. And I said, well, I've been walking on the hill more. And she said, yeah, it totally shows. So I'm super happy. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> yep. Well, get the heel, girl. Yep. Well, I will. Thank you very much. 
Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. So how well, are you doing? I, well, I I'm kind of I don't know. I was thinking about this earlier. So you know, I've got a full time job. I've got my part time job at the grocery store. I do radios on Monday nights. Um, you know, specials here and there. I'm working on a new album, trying to write song lyrics, trying to find the inspiration to do that. And then all of a sudden, in the last, I don't know, three or four months, all four of my dogs have decided they want to become senior care dogs, which means now I've got to like, okay, now I've got to get this one medication at this time, this one medication at that time, then this one's doing this, and this one's doing that. So anyhow, so my schedule's a little on the busy side. And so my big big ask at my part-time job at the grocery store, when I went back to, to the grocery, I left the company for, I don't know, like nine months while I was thinking I'm making big bank and enjoying two whole days off a week, but who needs two whole days off a week? That's crazy. So when I went back to the grocery store to, to occupy that, um, long story short, I've been working evenings. And so I said, well, if I can work evenings, I'll work like two evenings a week after work. So the whole thing is so I can get two days off a week and not use a day off to just stand there midday doing, you know, checking. Um, is that I'll go, I'll close my office at six in Irvine, race home, feed the dogs, race to the store, be at the store and clock in and ready to go by 7 o'clock and work till 11 or midnight. Great. You know, it is not hard. I love the job. It is easy, but it's just four to five hours of a night where, you know, I'm just already exhausted from working during the day and everything else. So I talked to my manager probably back at, in September, and I said, I love working here. You know, I don't get benefits. It's a union shop, so I have also have to pay union, union dues. So that's really like the first hour of my shift um, for the first day of the week. And, you know, whatever else, you know, I get out of that is just because I enjoy working there. So I'm, I'm legitimately crazy. I get no benefits, and I pay union dues to work there, and so I'm already shorting myself. But here I am. And so I said, you know, it, it's, I love working here. I love the people. It's fun, blah, blah, blah. They all think I'm nuts, which is actually true. And I said, but I just can't do, you know, two nights, and now you're trying to expand me into three nights a week. I said, you know, I can do it. It is possible, but I am just like I'm on autopilot the entire time. And I said, as much as I love to do this, I just can't do it three nights a week for sure. Two right now is pushing it. And she said, well, you yeah. know, we're going to try to work some stuff out and just keep you at one night a week. I'm like, well, don't tease the animals because this animal's taking you up on that offer right now because I heard the words come out of your lips. Yeah. So it's taken, I don't know, and here it is December. It's taken until um, last week and then this week to be the first weeks where I'm getting just one night a week. So tomorrow night I'll, you know, put in my day at the company, race home and do all of that, and then I'm you know, done at the grocery store for the week. But, um, but I, I just keep thinking to myself, it's like, you know, life is good. My bills are paid. I've got enough food to eat. I am very, very blessed. Garrett is exhausted. And so I'm trying to find ways on my off days to really just focus on self-care. And self-care for me means getting up at, you know, my usual 7 in the morning, getting a workout done, getting the dogs fed, you know, get all the chores done and stuff, get all of that done by like 10, 11 o'clock, and then really trying hard the rest of that day, whatever that looks like, to either nap or literally do nothing. So it's, you know, songwriting, um, if I'm feeling creative. Otherwise, I'm just going to sit back and relax. And I'm watching a show on – do you you have Netflix? Yes. Okay, so I'm watching a show on Netflix. If you have any recommendations, I will take them, and it will go into a mile-long queue that I have. But I'm watching a show <laughs> that's still on NBC today. It's called The Blacklist with James Spader. 
Yes, yes. Have you ever seen The Blacklist? I started watching it in its first season, and life happened. I really liked it. I was very intrigued with it, and I really liked it. But um, life happened. And I keep thinking, ooh, I should go watch it. And now it's like umpteen seasons. (laughs) Well, so it's on Netflix because I don't have TV. The only way I watch any shows is on Netflix. And that's through a gift for my sister for Christmas last year. Otherwise, I'd be like, I'm not spending $14 a month. Who do you think I am? Made of money. You know, (laughs) dumbest thing ever. But anyway, so I, you know, so I was like, I'm going to sit here and like, I'm going to binge watch a show. So I'll. And I, so I'll tell my friend Tommy at work who got me turned on to Blacklist, and he goes, so did you binge watch last night? And, and we chuckle because he knows that binge watching for me means I've probably watched an, a whole episode and maybe a half of another one. So, you know, we're talking like a total of 55 minutes of TV. Right. And so I'm in the middle of season nine, and this, this, the story and everything just keeps getting better. And yeah. Or, you know, there's some shows like Call the Midwives which I got hooked on probably about two years ago. And I, I, you know, once I start watching a show, I'm committed. Even if I don't like it, I'm committed. If I watched at least the first season, I'm going to watch. So I've watched all the seasons of Call the Midwives. And then I'm like, oh, thank God they're finally done with that, that story because I am done with the midwives. And it's a great show. It's about <laughs> uh, post-World War II England and the midwives and the stories of their lives and their community. And it's, and it's very well written. It's adorable. But after eight seasons of that, you know, what do you got left? They've just right. come out with a new one. I'm like, Ugh, okay, I've got to go back and watch that. And I got another episode of the, you know, the season of the crown and I'm hearing you is coming out with a season four, which is completely unnecessary. So if you've seen the first three seasons of that, you know, we don't need a fourth, but that's going to come out and I'll watch that. But um, so in the meantime, I, I'm trying to relax or find ways to relax after like the show tonight by 8:30 because this lifestyle's in the rich and famous here in Huntington Beach. I'll be crawled into bed, snuggled up with the dogs, and I'll say, "Okay, should we play Sim City, Clash of Clans, or watch some Netflix?" So that's my night. Don't be jealous. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, and then no, my arms I mean, right I mean, now. I'm. I'm holding Eric, and he's looking at me, and I'm going like, I've got Aunt Rebecca. She's on the, she's in my hair. Hi, AirPod. honey. Hi, sweetie. He's How like, you doing? He's like, he's like, you, you know what? He's like, and why has she come to? Why has she not come to visit? Why has she not come to visit? When is Aunt Rebecca coming to visit? Soon, I promise. Yeah. Soon, that's, I promise. That's all on yes. me. And I will. Yeah. I will mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so I have some news. Oh, I I can only imagine. Well. <laughs> I, so, you know, Danny and I walk the hill at like three days a week, right? As I mentioned, okay. and it's before dawn. We we are up there at 5 a.m. So, and we're, we're very happy that we like being up there so early because there's hardly anybody there. And we like watching right. the sun come up and she takes all the pictures and she, she does a good job. She's a pretty good, you know, for somebody who's just aiming an iPhone, she doesn't, it's not bad. Um, I don't even volunteer to do that because I'm not good at it, but. Um, we see all kinds of critters. So, you know, we've seen coyotes and hawks and owls and bunnies and skunks and raccoons and kitties. And we see them all fairly regularly. The owls, not so much. The hawks, not so much. Coyotes, not so much. But we see the bunnies almost every time, and we see skunks and kitties and raccoons fairly regularly, although this is not the season for them. Anyway, so 
Saturday morning, we walked at 5 up on the hill, and normally we walk my neighborhood at 5.30 on Saturdays because we sleep in, and we usually do a distance walk on Saturday. So normally Saturdays we're walking along, you know, the flatlands, and we usually do six to eight miles, but Danny was working, so we couldn't do that. So we just did another another hill. And um, and we got up there at five because of her timing. So we're walking along, and we see a skunk, and we're, we, we keep our distance. We talk to them, so they're kind of used to us, and we don't startle them. And uh, so this one's just kind of walking along the sidewalk and then goes into the bushes at one point. And it's an area, in this particular yard, we usually see cats sitting up on the wall looking down below and watching the skunks. And occasionally there are raccoons in there alongside the skunks. So we were looking for the skunk because it had gone behind this edge that led to this garden. And we thought, okay, well, maybe that's where it is. So I was kind of standing on the sidewalk waiting, and and Danny decided to peek to see if the skunk had walked up. And all of a sudden, she kind of jumped back a little bit startled and kind of laughing. Well, there was a raccoon there, and it popped its face up, like, right in front of her. Oh, my goodness. So so it's fun. But anyway, so, so the fun part of it was, as soon as that happened, it triggered a memory for me. And, Garrett, I know you know this, that years ago, I wrote an animated feature with a friend of mine, and we, you know, there are a lot of animals in this film, and the characters are all characters who came out of my mind, right? And I'll never forget writing with my friend Lori um, on this one day, and she's like, okay, I've got, we've got the beats written out, we've got the, the overview, now you have to introduce me to the characters, and I said, what? She said, well, the characters are all live, they all live in your head, and I don't know them, so I need to ask you some questions so that I get to know who they are. It was like, oh, that was like a huge epiphany to me. Anyway, so Saturday morning, out of the blue, we, she, Danny has this little interaction with this raccoon, and all of a sudden I'm starting to hear voices in my head about raccoons and, like, where, they're, where it's from and why it's talking the way it's talking, and, and I just started having all these ideas, and so I've started writing again. Okay. And so, which is awesome, I'm super, and I'm having fun. And then the other thing is um, I've been talking to a gentleman for several months now, and we, we have a really great time, a really great rapport, and he is a producer and arranger and has made a career of making documentaries. He's a documentary filmmaker as well. So between the music and the film, that's, that's what he does, and that's what he's been doing for his whole life. And he's been asking me if I'd be willing to come up and sing some stuff and I finally said, you know, I really want to write. And he says, you know, I don't do lyrics. I do music. And he sent me some of his music a couple times, and I went, yeah, I like it, but I'm, I, it wasn't the moment. It wasn't the time. So the other day I gave myself permission to invite myself to his, his place where he's got a studio. And so I'm going there tomorrow, and we're going to do some writing. So I'm back with the writing bug. Yeah, I know. I'm super excited. So this is this is my Christmas and Hanukkah and Diwali and Kwanzaa party, you know, all presents to myself that I'm giving myself permission to write again. So that it's is like fantastic I, here. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm super excited. Writing that animated feature was some of the most fun I have ever had in my life, hands down. So even writing songs, which I know, Garrett, you know, writing songs is almost a birthing process. It can be excruciating because the stuff's trying to come through you, and it can be so mm-hmm. intense, and you've got everything down to three minutes, and, and it, can be, it can be intense, whereas the, the script writing for me was always fun. 
the story writing is always fun. So, um, yeah, so I'm giving myself permission to do that. We're winding down with my certification program. The regular classes um, stop right before Christmas, but I have another year to complete all the homework, which I will probably need, and then I have another year after that to complete the majors. So um, that's uh, if I choose to do that. But I also had this epiphany a a few weeks ago, really, and that is that I love learning everything that I'm learning to coach people because it helps me help people get out of their own way. And I'm really loving all of the stuff that I've learned, but I am still first and foremost a psychic medium. And so I took a lot of pressure off myself when I gave myself permission to be that because that is such a huge part of who I am. And when I think about, well, what do I want to be when I grow up and what do I imagine myself doing that really feeds me? And that's speaking to groups of people. So... It's like it's, I've gotten so much clarity around who I am and what I want to be doing. It feels really good. I don't know why this is shocking to you, because when you did your seminar a couple of years ago in Seal Beach, it yeah. seemed like that was a natural for you. So I'm, I'm shocked that it's an epiphany or a revelation for you that it's, this is going to be something that, you know, we need to get you back into. It's, but it's, it's important you do it, because the world's waiting. Hurry up. Thank you. I I appreciate that so much. Well, you know, it's one of those things where um, I think a big part of it has to do with self-love. So there's that piece. Can I really truly love myself fully where I am, who I am, how I am in this moment? And the truth is most of us at some point or another, the answer is no. And, you know, there are all these things about worthiness and am I enough and all of that stuff. And I can see you rolling your eyes because I know you love me and I know you can, you, you hear me and you're like, but Rebecca, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I know you're a fan. I know that. And I love you. Um, but, you know, what I have discovered is I'm kind of going through these healing layers being in this course. Um, I discovered that there, there were deeper layers of me blocking my own path to happiness. And I think part of that was, you know, when I was a kid, I got in trouble if I was too loud because if I was laughing and being happy, I got in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. So there was a part of me that was like, do I, am I really allowed to just have fun and have that be okay? So I had to kind of work through that stuff and give myself permission to do what really feeds my soul. Because, you know, if you, if you look at babies when they come in, they're happy. They're happy. They only know love. They're, they haven't been disappointed yet. The parents haven't, you know, screwed them up. And, and, and you know, I mean, it is, it, there is that joke about how every kid's going to need therapy because of their parents. We just don't know which issues are going to be handed down. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of learning not necessarily. Not necessarily. So I know that you're surprised at me, but. I'm not surprised at me. I think one of the reasons, and it's a minute reason, but one of the reasons that I got into the coaching program was because I wanted to feel like whatever I'm contributing to the world is worthwhile and is valuable. And, yes, I've had 30-plus years of experience doing the psychic work. I've been doing it a long time. I am considered an expert. I know all that stuff. I know, I know, yes, I'm in the book, Top 50 Psychics and Mediums in the U.S., And I know all of that, and I'm grateful for all of it. But there's a difference between being the embodiment of all of that and feeling it and thinking it in my ego. Mm -hmm. And I feel like right now I'm in a very different place where it's like 
No, I feel like I am the embodiment of who I am, and I don't even actually have to say anything because I know who I am. And it's a vibrational thing. It's not about the words I say. It's about who I am in the world and how I present myself. Am I living and presenting myself as who I am authentically as a vibrational expression of the divine? That's that's who I want to be. That is who I am. That is who you are. Yeah, that's who we all are. But we forget. We forget. That well, doesn't we mean do, I don't have meltdowns, do but yeah. yeah. So I just have had a, a very wonderful epiphany of remembering at a much deeper level. And it feels really good. So I'm giving myself permission to do whatever I want because I get to. That's my new mantra to my clients too. You get to. What would you like to do today? You get to. <laughs> well, so I remember I you telling me, which is probably back, I'm going to guess it's August, end of August, beginning of September, and I called you out of the blue, and I said, Rebecca, I need you to go to the AT&T store with me, and you're going to save my life. And all throughout the day, you kept saying, you're going to, you can do whatever you want. You're going to get exactly what you want. And I was like, and those were the words I needed to hear that day, which you, of course, you knew ahead of time I needed to hear that. But you just kept repeating it, but it really was true. And I love the fact that you are just reminded yourself of this, so you can take advantage of all the great things that you should claim. Thank you. Yeah, I am. I, you know, it's. Uh, I don't want to get too much on my soapbox here, but this is for anybody listening who hasn't been giving themselves permission to ask for what they want. Ask for what you want. You might get a no, but you might get a yes. And if you never ask, it's always a no. And I would rather take the risk every single time and put myself out there and ask the question and risk the no because I spent so many years of my life too afraid to speak up and ask. So now it's like I'm going to ask. If I don't get what I want, you know what? I may cry for a few days, but at least I ask and I have the clarity and I can move on to the next thing and I can keep working towards whatever it is I want to create for my life. Well, and one of the things that I love about the word no is that um, a few years back when I was really looking for another job and left my big corporate career and was, I mean, really having a hard time. And, you know, because you were there with me, Rebecca, um, one of the things that somebody shared with me is the word no is really a word that we should embrace because no just means next opportunity. And so when I hear the word yeah. no, it's like, oh, thank you, because now I'm not going to have to sit here and waste my time trying to push a boulder up a hill to hear no. So, okay, yeah. next. And I think people will look at me and go like, he gives up too easily. It's like, no, you know, I don't give up too easily, but what's supposed to happen should happen easily. And if I'm sitting here fighting things all the time, I'm not giving myself permission. Like you said, it's all about permission. I'm not giving myself the permission to accept that good things can happen in my life. I create good things in my life and good things happen to, with, and for me easily. And if it doesn't happen, easily, it's probably not supposed to be something I'm doing. And it's only taken, you know, because I will be 29 next year, and I've only said that for yes. like 30 years now, but it, <laughs> it's only taken me 29 years to kind of figure that out and get that through my head, is that, you know, I, cause I've had relationships where I've worked really, really hard at. I've worked in job situations, which I've worked really, really hard at. I've worked in, you know, and I think of dozens of situations where it's like, 
I just don't understand why this isn't working out for me. I keep trying to make this situation that's really shitty be something I can put the shine on the pig for. And I never, you know, and, it, and it's kind of like that, that old story that I love to tell is that, you know, when, when you need to make a change in your life, God will start pinging you with a little bit of pebbles to the head. And you'll look around yeah. and you'll go like, what's going on? What's going on? And if you don't get it because you're too stupid, and that was me, then the, the little pebbles that he's pinging you with start to become a little bit bigger. And then finally they're boulders. And so that boulder might be you break your leg, you get in a car wreck, you lose your job, you get divorced, whatever the case is. But, you know, you have the mm-hmm. big thing that happens. And then at some point you go like, Oh, well, how come nobody told me? And then you look back at all the things like, well, here's when Rebecca said, and here's when so-and-so said, and here's when this happened. How come you had the blinders on, dummy? You know, and then, you know, you wake up. So now it's like it, it works, you know, where I'm at now. I love the people I work with. Absolutely adore them. You couldn't, couldn't work with people who have bigger hearts. They're much like you. So every day I go in, it just, it's, they're people that I enjoy working with. They're people I trust, I respect, you know, all that. But they want to fight really hard for things. I'm like, oh, you can spend your time doing that. But this is not my first rodeo. I am not wasting my time on whatever. And maybe I don't have the best results. I do very well. But maybe I don't have the best results every week. Um, and maybe I don't do whatever. But you know what? I'm leaving my job at 6 o'clock. I'm not staying late. I'm not getting a Nobel Peace Prize. I'm not curing cancer. All I'm doing is my job. So at the end of the day, I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to help as many people in the best way I possibly can. And then I'm going to go home. Hang on to the dogs. And by the way, Rebecca, I sent you a a text while we're talking that I took a selfie of Eric and I. So he's passed out in my arms right now. You can see the picture. Um, It's just adorable, right? Um, Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. So there's no more pushing the boulders up the hill for me. And, and it took a long time to get there. And now I expect everything to be easy for me. And when it's not easy, you know, it's good back to the self-care and burning the, the candle at both ends. I don't really mind, but when, when I start to feel it, it's like, okay, it's time to just, like, lay in bed all day and not have a guilt trip that you didn't work out and you didn't, you know, do 500 days. I don't know. You're always giving me good advice, too. Well, you you are one of the Energizer bunnies that I know. Yeah, one of. Yeah. Do you know that Kirsty Alley died today? I saw that. I was going to bring that up. I I did see that she was apparently quite recently diagnosed with cancer and and tried to fight really hard, but it it was already bless her heart. I know. God bless her. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, she's she's one of my favorite actresses. That um, you know from back in the Cheers day, and then she did Veronica's Closet, and, you know, just so many different things. I think the last, you know, 10 or 15 years have not necessarily been kind to her career-wise, but, boy, I loved loved her her attitude. I loved her sense of humor. Uh, I didn't necessarily agree with some of the organizations she was affiliated with, but, you know. Right, right, I agree, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, you know what? Perfection is, is a judgment, and we're all doing the best we can. So if we here, here's my my one of my new new uh, takeaways from the things I've been learning. If you're judging someone else for anything, it's because a part of you is judging yourself. Because mm-hmm. when you love yourself, 
You don't really care what anybody else is doing unless they're actually infringing on, on something in your life. Unless yes. they're, you know, if they're affecting you personally, otherwise you don't care. So, but I, but I agree with you and I, I, I second your, your opinion. I really liked her for a lot of reasons and I thought she was just gorgeous. Um, just, just stunning. And it, and it didn't matter if she was a larger, you know, cause she, you know, struggled exactly. with weight. Yeah. You know, and it didn't matter if she was bigger or starved herself into, you know, skinny. I thought it just, I think her aura and her energy of who she was just really, that's what really lit up the world. So it didn't matter the size. Um, yeah. It, you yeah. know, and I'm a very judgy person and, and I just absolutely loved her and, in, in, you know, in, in every form that she came out with. Yeah. 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 I really liked her. So, well, God bless her. She's, uh, she's, I'm sure free having a good old time, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, that's, you know, so we, it, that's the easy part. So we've got 20 minutes left. One of the things that we haven't done at all, and this is, this is what happens when we get off on the wrong foot with technology, people. So my apologies again. And I, I'm going to refund every penny you've paid to listen to tonight's show personally <laughs> to you. Yeah. So just keep going out to that mailbox every day and be looking for that check. I <laughs> promise I'm going to be signing them tonight till I'm blue in the face. You get carpal tunnel, uh, but I'll refund all your money for tonight's show, I promise you. Um, <laughs> okay. So this is for everything else. But this is really our holiday show. Uh, we, haven't, we haven't talked about what we're going to be doing for you know, Christmas. Or the fact that, what is it, between November 15th and January 10th or something like that, there's like 37 major holidays that the major religions celebrate. And so I love the fact okay. that you're talking about your Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. And, you know, a couple of the other holidays that are thrown in there, because I think that, you know, we, we, we get so hung up on the Americanization of Christmas, which is not even a, a, a you know, not even a U.S. holiday, it's a global right. thing, you know, not having to do with anybody who is American, but that's beside the point. But we all get hung up, you know, with the traditional American, if you don't say Christmas, you know, who are you? Well, you know, there's also the other 97% of the world who's not from America, <laughs> who have different religions, who yeah. all kind of have the same tenets about, you know, treat people well, be nice to people, help other people. You know, it's all kind of the same story. You know, they might have some different parables along the way, but along the way, it's the same thing. Be nice to other That's people. Right. Love other people. Don't be jerks, you know. And so there's, what, 37 major holidays, 35 major holidays, you know, in this eight-week period. And so I used to get really kind of bent out of shape when people would say happy holidays. And I read something. This is, So, again, because I'm going to be 29 this year. I read something earlier this year that, um, you know, about people getting so upset about the happy holidays. And then somebody made the very wise comment about, well, I don't know what religion you are. I don't know if you are religious. So instead of saying Merry, Merry Christmas and infringing my Christian, uh, Judeo-Christian belief on this made-up commercial holiday to you, um, let's just say Happy Holidays because it's going to cover everybody for everything. And I was like, but it, it, obviously it was much more eloquent than my babble right here. But it was so well presented. I was like, I think I'm just going to say Happy Holidays from now on. And be and not and not say happy holidays with remorse or angst behind it, saying, "Well, I should be able to say Merry Christmas." If you want to say Merry Christmas to me, I'll say Merry Christmas right back to you. 
But if you say happy Kwanzaa to me, I'm going to say happy Kwanzaa right back to you. Otherwise, I'm probably going to say happy holidays and be really okay saying that now. <laughs> Good. As long as you feel peaceful about it. I feel very at peace about it. Damn it. Good. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I saw a really cute meme today. Um, it was about Mary and Joseph, you know, in the manger and that type of thing. And yeah. it was about, you know, the song Silent Night. And yeah. in the meme, and I'm, again, I'm totally going to get this screwed up, but it was kind of like, you know, Joseph says something, and then Mary is giving him the silent treatment. And he's like, Mary, won't you talk to me? Mary! Mary! And then at the end of that, you know, the bottom of it says, this is how Silent Night began. And I got the biggest <laughs> kick out of that. That's really cute. Well, I have a little thing that I posted on Facebook a few days ago that I love. And it says, Dear Santa, I've been good all year. Most of the time. Once in a while. Uh huh. Never mind, I'll buy my own stuff. <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot to be said for that because there's only so much that, that the elves can do for you up at the North Pole. That's right. Sometimes you just need to go out and get the Visa card out and go buy the things that you want to do. I yeah, actually, you know what? I I got a great gift from my ex this year. What did you get? Well, so okay. So let me let me let me qualify all of this for people who have are first time listeners or who listen to you but don't know me at all. So I'm divorced. My ex husband and I get along great now that he doesn't live with me. He lives right down the street, really close, like less than half a mile away. And we actually really like each other as people. Like we were friends first. He's a really really kind, great person. We just can't live together. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, and, and so, no, I don't want to be married to him. I don't want to be in a relationship with him, but we are friends. And he is one of my best friends, and he would probably say I am his best friend. We are, we are, we are co-parenting our kid. We're super happy. We're really blessed, and we are grateful for each other. Um, and, Garrett, as you know, it's been almost a full year since I fell and broke my shoulder. Yeah. And um, I did such a good job. I was in an immobilizer for 10 weeks. <laughs> and my kid had to stay home from school and take care of me because I, I couldn't grab anything. I couldn't lift anything. I couldn't do anything with that arm. So um, when she went back to school, I was always the one who took care of our kid during the week. So I always did the driving to school and picking up and, oh, you got to go to this tutoring or you got to go to this other thing or whatever. And that was always on me, which was fine. That was, you know, that's part of our arrangement. We've been separated or apart for 10 years. So it's not like, you know, I mean, we've been, we're used to this. But anyway, he had to do it. My ex had to do it for a month. Take our kid to and from school, pick our kid up, do the grocery shopping, make sure she'd washed laundry, which, I mean, I was kind of doing some of that shit, making sure she was doing that. But he had to take over and kind of help with everything. I mean, he didn't have to, but he did. Mm-hmm. And he has had a newfound appreciation for me. He has been so kind and generous to me <laughs> since all of that happened. And it's like, you know, experience is a really great teacher. It's a really it good is. teacher. Yeah. So anyway, getting to my Christmas present, and because, you know, in the past it was like, eh, if we don't get your mom anything, it's okay. Eh, if we don't get your mom anything for a birthday, it's okay. You know, they, my ex has not been the kind of guy who's going to teach our kid how to do good gift giving, right? Right. right. So um, anyway, so at some point, um, you know, he, he earns a lot of points through American Express, and they go to nice hotels and, 
you know, when it's when it's his weekend, he'll take our kid out to nice hotels and they'll go do vacations locally, and you know, which is really great because they have a great time together. And it's you know, I as as a mom who who has this kind of relationship with her ex, I'm really proud of my ex and the way that he gets along with our kid. I really am. Um, but anyway, so something came up about you know they're staying at these really nice hotels and whatever, and somehow I don't remember even who I said it to. I don't remember if I said it to our kid or if I said it to him. But I said, you know, it's kind of been on my bucket list to stay at the Ritz Carlton in Santa Barbara sometime. So guess who's going to the Ritz Carlton in Santa Barbara? Guess who's going to the Ritz Carlton in Santa Barbara? <laughs> oh my gosh! So when are you going? I know. Um, we are going, and I'm taking my kiddo, which is fine. She's a yeah. great traveling companion. I love traveling with my kid. Um, so we're going to go um, the week between Christmas and, uh, no, I guess, right up to New Year's. Because the kids get out on their last day, school uh, day is the 23rd. So they go back in January, like January 9th is their first day back. So okay. we'll have some time after New Year's and we'll go for a couple of days midweek because, you know, why not? But, yeah, so he, he he's like, I know it's not a surprise, but I want to, you know, tell me when you want to go so I can get it scheduled and, and you know, get it reserved for you and pay for it and everything. So, yeah. That is amazing. Isn't that awesome? So I'm so excited. I can't wait. (laughs) Road trip and a beautiful location and, yeah. Yeah, well, you're going to have a great time. I am going to have a great time. Yeah. So I'm super happy and, uh, yeah. So Christmas, we're going to do our normal thing. And, um, you know, I'm not sure when my sister is going to be available i think you know we either do a new a christmas eve thing and or christmas day we've done both before um but i think her daughter-in-law is going to do something but i don't know if they're doing something on christmas day or christmas eve so we'll do something the opposite day and um usually it's just my ex and my kiddo and my sister and her partner and sometimes um hit you know sometimes um my my sister's daughter-in-law and their family come but it's been a while since they've done that because of covid and, um, you know, and then kind of whoever doesn't have some place to go can come over. We always have lots of food and, yeah. So it'll be kind of mellow, but we always have Christmas Eve and Christmas morning with my ex. He comes over for both. So our kid gets to have him be here all the time for, for Christmas. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And we also always light the menorah. We have two of them, actually. Um, our kiddo has her own and I have one. So we always light the menorah, and um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I'm feeling a lot more peaceful just about everything right now, so um, I'm not feeling rushed about anything, no matter what. It's like, eh, you yeah. know what, if it's supposed to be that way, it's going to be that way, and if it's not, it's okay. See, that goes back to the, it should happen easily. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we still have to learn. Sometimes it's like, oh, but I'll put a little more effort in, or I'll do this, or I'll try that, or I'll... And it's like, no, just relax. Just let it all go. I'm mm-hmm. learning. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. There definitely have been things where I have asked something, and it's like the timing is wrong, and it's kind of pushed me in a direction where I didn't want to go, but at the same time, it's like, no. If I really kind of check in with it, it's like, nope, it's not the right time. It's okay. It's either meant to be yeah. or it's not. If it's if it's not the right timing, it's not meant to be, at least at this moment. And it may not be meant to be, but I've still learned something. So... It's all good, you know. I mean, I'm I'm pretty content right now. And then now I just really I really just want to renew my my goals, my fitness goal 
um, so that's really, you know, I've kind of really been taking better care of my body, so I'm super happy about that, too. Yeah. I know, I miss well, you. you. I miss hanging out with well, you. Well, I miss you, too. I miss, yeah, I, I miss hanging out with you, too, but it's like every time we talk, it's like we just pick exactly right up where we left off, and off we go. So I always feel I know, connected and it's to awesome. you. Yeah, I always feel connected to you, too, and it's, a, it's your blessing. You are an absolute blessing. But you know what? I do need to get over there before my nieces and nephews never forgive me. So I will come well, over. Yeah. Okay. So we, let's let's plan that because then um, I have also accidentally made eight batches in the freezer of my cookies. So <laughs> I wondered. Um, I have, wondered if you were they, making your cookies. <laughs> well, I haven't made the cookies yet. I've just made the batter because you know the secret is yeah. you do the batter and then you freeze it and blah blah blah. So yeah. I've got um, legitimately eight. I might even be small batches. I kind of lost count, and I kind of passed out. But um, I made eight <laughs> batches of the cookies, and they're all in the freezer ready to bake. So if you come over, I'll bake you a dozen, and you'll be required to take one set for you and then one for uh, the ex and the kiddo, and you'll you know, I'll be in a butter-sugary coma in no time. Yes, we will, but we'll share. I will definitely share because I'm like, okay, well, I, you know. Well, otherwise, that one bag of cookies will put on about 43 pounds. So, uh, you know, oh, it, I know. it can't be responsible I, I absolutely for that. know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be have to be in the morning on a day that Danny and I are doing six to eight miles. <laughs> there, well, you'll need that little, like, you know, pick me up, you know, to get you up the up the hill. So I I, I am right there with you. Well, Rebecca, well, you know guess what? I, what? After, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I may actually freeze a few of them, and that way I can just pull them out when I need them and heat them up in the oven. Well, just being really honest, I actually prefer the cookies straight from the freezer. There is just a different taste and um, taste of the of the cookie, and there's a different taste of the frozen chocolate when it's mixed together. That I just think is a huge winning combination. I much prefer that over a warm cookie any day. All right, I'll have to try that. I'll have to try it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I will just let everybody know. I if. I don't know what's going to happen audio-wise. I think we're going to do a couple more shows before the end of the year is up. So I guess we'll tune in next Monday to find out if that's the case. But if not, I'm going to wish everybody a happy holiday. I have some time off during the Christmas break, so we may do like a two-hour Friday night dance party and put in some Christmas music again like we used to do every year so we can get some local artists to come on and and, uh, hawk their songs and see if we can um, just have some fun during this holiday. This is a First time, I think, in at least a couple of years here where, you know, we're not wearing masks anymore, we're able to socialize a little bit more, and it would be really lovely to share part of that with you. With that, I'm going to play a song off of my Christmas album. It's called Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Yes, it's a cover. It's available on iTunes, Amazon, everywhere. But you can also listen for free on Spotify. I've put a link on the show page right here. And we're going to end tonight's show just a couple minutes early so we can play that now. And then, Rebecca, I will talk to you soon about the cookies and PF, I'd say PF Chang's Open Sesame and all that fun stuff. So everybody have a great Thanks, night. Please. We will likely see you next Monday. Have a great evening. <laughs> Next 
Have yourselves a merry little Christmas Pop that champagne core Next year we may all be living in New York No good times like the olden days Happy golden days of yore Faithful Listening to Rated G Radio.